Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Not Over It. I'm Becky Kirsch, Managing Editor at Pop Sugar. And I'm Zareen Sneaky, Director of Partnerships at Pop Sugar. And on today's episode, we are mixing things up and we're going to have a debate. Doesn't that sound fun, Zareen? I think so. Um, mostly my lack of interest on the topic today is what brings me a little bit of fear. But, you know, lack of interest has never prevented me from having a strong opinion or point of view about something. So let's get after it. Well, on that high note of enthusiasm, in honor of the new Loki series on Disney+, Plus, which Zareen has definitely not watched, Correct. and also in honor of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, which Zareen watched two episodes of and then wandered away, Correct. in today's episode, I am going to convince Zareen, or at least I'm going to attempt to convince Zareen to embrace the Marvel Universe, or the MCU, for those of us who are initiated. Godspeed. But first... Let's get into our not over it, Serene. My not over it this week it is a little bit more specific. It's specific for uh, Bravo fans. If you have watched the Royal, the franchise of the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. The rest of you, this is a brand new world and you may not know what I'm talking about. That's totally fine. You should Google it afterwards. So Hulu released a new documentary called The Housewife and the Hustler, which is all about Erica Jane, who is a housewife of Beverly Hills. Basically, she... Filed for divorce um, earlier this year, and it was super messy. She's been married for, like, over 20 years, and she's married to a really big hotshot lawyer, Tom Girardi. He was one of the lawyers that helped out in the case with that later turned into the movie Aaron Brockovich, and he's, like, sort of known in L.A. to be the lawyer that helps the little guys. But the real kicker is how messy this is. Basically, she filed for divorce, and then she asked for spousal support, and he um, and they don't have a prenup. And then he filed back and was like, no, ma'am, I'm not giving you anything. Also, you got to pay your own lawyer fees. And a month out from that, they both got sued as a couple for allegedly embezzling money from, like, people of, of families of victims of Lion Air Flight 610, that, like, flight that crashed over. Um, and I guess they were, like, both named in the suit of embezzling money. And there's been a lot of speculation because more lawsuits keep coming out. And Hold on. Are you on one of their teams for divorce attorneys? Because <laughs> it really sounds like you were present for a well, lot of these filings. Well, what I'm not over is after this Hulu documentary got released this um, recently – Erica Girardi's lawyers totally dropped her. So she has no legal counsel. And to be honest, I don't know if, if I can really help her because I don't believe I believe she knows exactly what was happening. Also, this was a person on the Housewives that used to fly with their like glam squad and like a private jet all the time and talks about her. She comes from his humble beginnings. And I don't know, these Housewives women, man, between her and Jen Shaw, 
and Teresa going to jail. Like, I don't know what is going on, but things are not is, looking great for Erica Girardi. Wait, is the documentary about their divorce? Like, it's all about her. It's all about her legal trouble. And it's I, also it's and also it's, good? it's yeah, actually, you know who else is narrating that? Daniel Staub from New Jersey. She's oh, in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's also in the dock, like narrating and talking about how messy Erica Jane is. Erica Jane is her sta- stage name. Her real name is Erica Girardi, which is why I keep going back and forth. But it's hard to keep up. Danielle, stop talking about how messy someone else is. What's Truly, that? yeah, a vision. Prostitution whore, you are gay times. That's a prostitution whore calling the kettle black. I <laughs> yes, correct. That's my not over it. My very long-winded not over it. I had to give the background. But I'm so excited about this. My, I, I'm not going to be able to match your level of passion on this, but <laughs> I really hate to bring up Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez oh, no. for the third time on this podcast, but <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck decided to take their real or PR relationship, you decide, to the next level by making sure that there was paparazzi video footage of them making out at lunch, which fine. We needed the video evidence. You know, we've seen some pictures of them together. We've heard the reports, but, you know, Pixar didn't happen. We, we, we need confirmation. So we got the confirmation. They're kissing, cool, whatever. But the part that hit me, strangely, wasn't the screenshots of, you know, Ben Affleck's weird faces that he made, which we get every time. And it wasn't these bizarre hand gestures that Jennifer Lopez seemed to be making where she's oh, yeah. making the okay symbol. It was the fact that her twin children were also at this lunch, which (laughs) is just confusing to me that they're just making out like this in front of their kids. And I don't know, the kids then like bring up their phone. So maybe they were distracted by something else. Maybe we're in the bathroom. But either way, it all feels a little kind of gross and confusing for them. And, you know, we talk a lot about getting in the minds of these celebrity children which probably is not for the best but <laughs> no their mom just broke up with a-rod two months ago their families were pretty well embedded i don't want to judge jennifer lopez for her actions but i i just think making out in front of your own children is in in those moments i'm like celebrities they are not just like us they are just they are not just like us okay so for today's episode we are switching up the format i I'm always trying to convince Serene to watch things. Serene's also always trying to convince me to watch things. It's a mutual relationship. Uh, Right now she's watching Succession. It took me about a year to convince her to watch that, but she's here. Uh, I have not been able to convince her to watch the last six episodes of Mr. Robot, but I will (laughs) spend the rest of my life trying. And for some reason, I can't get Serene to fully embrace the Marvel Universe. Well, it's not fully true. I feel like you you can get me to watch a Marvel movie if you physically go with me to a Marvel movie. I escort you. <laughs> escort me. We did watch Spider Man, the second one with Jake Gyllenhaal, and I really enjoyed that. I like I like Spider Man. You know, in the Marvel universe, I often forget that he's there. But that that's one of, that's the movie that I like. Well, I think that's what makes it harder for me is that I know you would like it. I think I also was just disappointed. 
because you started to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier because I believe you said you would watch literally anything Sebastian Stan was in. And then and Anthony when Mackie. it gets to the time when I want to start talking about it, you are like, mm, oh, yeah, I didn't make it through episode three of that. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I do have a problem. I'm not entirely sure what it is. Um, but for some reason, there's something about the other franchises that I just can't get into. OK, well, let's de- let's debate it. Once and for all. So we'll get to the bottom of all these things. It's going to be like a therapy session. All will be revealed. (laughs) I can't wait. I obviously will be pro-Marvel. Okay. You will be con, anti-Marvel, whatever you want to call it. But also, you know, open open to here. I'm not like fully against Marvel. I just need, you really have to convince me. I just need to be convinced. Well, we're going to keep an open mind and we're going to be respectful of each other's opinions. (laughs) Yes, let's be respectful. Okay, we'll each have the same amount of time to make our case. I'll make a point, then you will have a chance for a rebuttal before making the next point. Okay. And if I win, you have to come with me to the next Marvel movie of my choice in the theater. Okay, that's that seems reasonable. What what happens if I win? Do I just get to, you just have to sit, you have to come over and we have to listen to all of Drake's albums together? <laughs> And I have to explain every song to you and the meaning behind it and where he wrote it. Isn't that already our lives? <laughs> Isn't that already happening to me against my will? But sure, we can assign a dedicated time where we get together and you school me on Drake. Amazing. I'm in. And we can poll our listeners and the Pop Sugar staff to determine who wins. Okay, that's fair enough. I trust our, our, I trust our listeners and staff, I guess. For the most part, I guess. I mean, for the most, it depends on who wins. Honestly, if they say you win, then obviously I don't trust anybody. But you know, wow. that... okay. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, it's debate time. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. All right, Zareen, I'm going to go first. Are you ready to start the clock? Okay, I'm starting the clock. You have three minutes. So much pressure. Okay. Thank you, esteemed listeners, members of the jury, and (laughs) everyone out there. Uh, Here's the main reason why I think Zareen should be more open-minded when it comes to Marvel. The reason that I most love Marvel movies in particular is because I find them to be among the most fun movies that you can actually see in the movie theater. These are the kinds of movies that the movie theater was invented for. They are so much fun. You know what you're getting, but they also take things to another level and they twist and turn. These are movies that you have to see in the theater, that you want to see it up on the big screen. They're really funny for the most part. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Korg. I'm kind of like the leader in here. I'm made of rocks, as you can see, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. (laughs) Captain America, sometimes a little bit bland, but Thor, Thor Ragnarok, Ant-Man, Spider-Man, The Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. These movies are legitimately fun and entertaining 
yes, there are a lot of action sequences, but they're really witty. Some of them have really great soundtracks. Look at feeling, Lou Sweet. 1973, that song belongs to me! Obviously, there's great eye candy. Ugh, Mr. Rogers, I almost forgot that that suit did nothing for your ass. No one asked you to look, Tony. It's ridiculous. I think you look great, Cap. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. I mean, I know how much you love Chris Evans. We talked about Sebastian Stan. There's also Anthony Mackie, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Rudd, Michael B. Jordan gets in there, Letitia Wright. There's so many beautiful, beautiful celebrities. Jake Gyllenhaal was in a Spider-Man movie. I mean, Jeremy Renner's also there a lot, but you can just close your eyes. It's easy to tune him out. I also think... The characters, and they keep adding more characters over time. It's constantly evolving, but their different powers and personalities really make it so much fun to watch. That's why everyone generally loves the Avengers movies. Above all, when the Hulk first transforms into the Hulk, into the Avengers, it's a big wow moment where you're in the theater and you got your popcorn and you're like, "Mm, yeah, I'm having a great time. (laughs) In Captain America Civil War, when they're not getting along because Tony Stark is really sarcastic and... Peter Parker is this new high school baby who's not supposed to be there. Nice job, kid. Thanks. Well, I could have stuck the landing a little better. It's just a new suit. Wait, it's nothing. Mr. Stark, it's it's perfect. Thank you. Yeah, we don't really it's... need to start a conversation. Okay. Cap- Captain? Big fan of Spider-Man? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Ant-Man is getting small and then getting big, and then the Winter Soldier <laughs> sometimes doesn't talk to anyone and is trying to murder them, but then all of a sudden he's better, and then uh, the evolution... The way that it all comes together, it's just a lot of fun. And there's something comforting in seeing these same characters over and over again. It's like you're reunited with your family, but then also they're taking down the bad guys. And the movies have a lot of heart, a surprising amount of heart that I don't think certain other super movie, superhero movies always do. DC? Like they truly, <laughs> yes, exactly. They truly evolve over time. You know, who Iron Man is, Tony Stark at the beginning is not the same. I mean, he's dead at the end, but. I am Iron Man. He's not the same. He's not the same. I don't think you can um, say that out loud. We're you've go to seen jail. that one. Oh. You've seen that one. But, oh. you know, WandaVision really showed us a new side of. Wanda, who eventually evolved into Scarlet Witch. I mean, the love stories could sometimes be better, but sometimes... Oh, your time's up. Okay, I get to start now. Okay, first of all, I I totally f- did not realize that Paul Rudd is in, like, part of the Marvel Universe for some reason, even though I know I've seen memes and TikToks of it, I guess now, which is, like, all coming, rushing back to me, but I would have totally watched Ant-Man with you had you suggested that. I love Paul Rudd. Um, regardless, though, I know your point is that there's so many characters and so many people to love. My thing is there are too many characters and simply too many movies to keep up with. It like starts feeling like the Fast Furious series. And I know and I realize the overall content and quality is much better, of course. And undeniably, the cast for Marvel is better because, you know, five like Fast Five should have ended with Paul Walker, RIP. But I got to go full Scorsese on this. Like Marvel to me just isn't cinema. It's so loud. Like, I don't know if, like, the dialogue in between is worth watching machines trample each other. It gets lost on me. And and I admit there is a few franchises within Marvel, that, which, to your point, have beautiful people, so I will go watch it, like uh, the Spider-Man movies. 
and specifically Jake Gyllenhaal coming into the sequel, which was super fun to watch. But I don't know if I've ever seen a part two of any of those other franchises, even though I love um, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. But there's just nothing that brings me back into watching. Like, you could not pay me to watch a movie about the Doctor Witch and the weird spirit characters. (laughs) I don't know, like the Elizabeth Olsen and, and that one guy play. And for $1 million, I couldn't tell you what Jeremy Renner's character's name is, like Super Hawk or whatever. I have no idea. And like Scarlett Johansson complaining about how Marvel has like over-sexualized her character, black something. I don't know what it is. But um, <laughs> but then signing up to play an Asian person in The Ghost in the Shell is like, I think for me, I have a hard time just supporting her as an actress because I feel like she just kind of goes the flow. And then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry I did that. I didn't mean to. But then like complaining about Marvel and this. And it's like, I don't, there's just nothing about, there's certain characters that I would go all in for. But the majority of them are not. And also, I can't figure out who's ever a bad guy or a good guy. Like, I thought Loki was a bad guy, and now he has his own show. I never stab anyone in the back. That's such a boring form of betrayal. Loki, I've studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. I'd never do it again, because it got old. He keeps coming back, and they're working together in the Avengers, but wasn't he trying to kill Thor? So that's always confusing to me, and I just, I can't follow the storylines. It's too much. And also, isn't Don Cheadle a bad Iron Man? There's, like, too many people to keep up with. I don't know what's going on. It needs to be simpler. I only had 14 seconds left, and I feel like I really made my point. Okay, you relinquish your 14 seconds, so I get those 14 seconds back. Okay, I wish I had written down literally everything you said, but there were so many things. First of all... You describe these movies as machines crashing into each other, which makes me think that you're confusing these with the Transformers Michael Bay series, and they are not the same. Those are that's totally different. That is actual machines crashing into each other. Also, you said these movies are too loud, which I'm like, okay, Grandpa, uh, these movies are too loud for you. Too yeah. loud for you. Then you know what? Why didn't you go see A Quiet Place too? That should be your favorite movie, and you didn't even go see that. Okay. Maybe because it was a sequel. You did see the first one. True. Then some of these points, I mean, I don't even know what to do about Dr. Witch. Like, Dr. Strange is a different character from Scarlet Witch. My name is Dr. Stephen Strange, and I have some questions for you. Take a seat. I understand. I understand that, that it can feel overwhelming. Yes. That makes sense to me. There are a lot of characters, Loki, but this type Loki's evolution, is he bad? Is he good? That's part of the journey that you're on following them. If they stayed bad the whole entire time, we don't need to watch more movies about them. Although, dear God, they keep making more movies about the Joker. Anyway, with that in mind, all the stories being connected, if you take the time to just go on Disney Plus, they're all there for you. And I know you have a Disney Plus account because Pop Sugar pays for one for us. <laughs> and you can sign on and you can watch them all in order. So it doesn't have to be an overwhelming journey because you can watch one by one. You can get invested. You can see what happens. Don Cheadle is not a bad guy. So. Oh, it is a little confusing that War Machine is first played by Terrence Howard, then oh, Rhodey is later taken over by Don Cheadle. But I think ultimately, Why? is Terrence Howard canceled? You're not supposed to oh, be I'm responding sorry. to me. You're not supposed to be responding to me. Um, and they're going to keep coming. This is going to keep happening. So I think well, now is the terrible. time to get on board. Stop talking over <laughs> me. You had your time. <laughs> 
they're going to keep coming. They're going to keep evolving. And I think now is the time to get on board with this because the other major reason why you should get in on this is because of basic water cooler conversation. Listen, I was not thrilled when Disney Plus announced they were going to be making more TV series because to your point, it sounded overwhelming. I was like, this is too much. But then a pandemic happened and suddenly it was like, there's not enough. You're going to give me something new. Great. I'm going to watch it. And partially it was because everyone's talking about WandaVision. People are talking about it online. People are talking about it on TikTok. People are talking. I made TikTok not online. They're talking about it everywhere. And it's also an easy thing. You can after the show is over, you can talk to your friends about the Easter eggs, the references, the things you missed. We're at a socially awkward time and we have to set the bar low for what we're going to talk about now that we're reentering society. And I think this is some easy social currency. Fair enough, I guess. Okay, I understand your point about it being like a good way to get back into society and a good like social, con- but also none of my friends really watch Marvel or they know better than the talk. Are you saying I'm not your friend? Are you saying I'm not your friend? But you don't really talk about it with me because you know I'm not going to watch them. So you kind of have accepted it outside like the few times that you're like, I hey, watch this movie and I'm just like, okay, sure. And then I don't. And then we move on to the next thing, you know? And I feel like that's really worked well for us because then you usually move on and convince me to watch something else. Like, the Bo Burnham special. That was a, a time well spent for you because I ended up actually watching it and loving it. I don't know if Marvel for me is – I do like the Avengers movies, I will say, where all of them are together. Avengers! Assemble. But I get a little bit confused because I don't know the backstories. Then I realize I don't really need the backstories because these movies – sort of makes sense as it is. Like, I think it was very recently that I had learned that Chris Pratt's superhero is even part of Marvel. You know what? There's another name you might know me by. Star-Lord. Who? Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. Because I thought he was, like, DC and part of, like, the... What is it? Like, the Fantastic Four movies, the horrible movies that came out, like, 10 years ago. And so that was a fun surprise where I'm like, oh... He's in this. This is super great. But I don't need to individually go watch a Chris Pratt movie, you know, with him as a superhero because I feel like I get it all in one setting, which is more fun for me. Besides that, I also think there is a severe lack of diversity in Marvel and specifically with people of color, women. I know they do have a few women that have now entered the Marvel universe. I'm not a huge fan of ScarJo. Obviously, I've mentioned that. I don't even know what Elizabeth Olsen plays. I know her show was out on Disney she's Plus. One, she's half of Doctor Witch. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And she had that like Disney Plus show. WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah, she was on WandaVision. But to me, I feel like that's not really enough. And then I know, you know, Marvel CEOs have... It's similar to like the Black Panther thing where they basically were, you know, had claimed that there wasn't an audience for this superhero, so they didn't make it. And then they made Black Panther and people that is a movie that I that's another Marvel movie I actually loved because it was so nice to see something so different and like a different culture being embraced and yes I know Wakanda is not real but still it's okay we can still call it a culture (laughs) I don't care I still would like to visit Wakanda and then I think like with the women thing they also claimed sort of the same stuff where a you know a woman-led franchise won't do so well is is Gal Gadot part of Marvel I don't know. DC. Oh, okay. oh, she's DC. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't like that movie either. So, but <laughs> I don't, I just don't think they do enough 
there's enough of an audience out there and they could think a little bit outside of the box. And I know with the Eternals coming out, that cast looks crazy, but also it seems like I think even I'm in that movie. There's so many people in that movie that I'm like, why can't we just have something dedicated to like one person of color or something that's surrounded, you know, the way we... Oh, man, you lobbed me up so good for this. Didn't get to make the fucking point. That's fine. Well, Zreen, that perfectly sets up my final point, which is that I think that you're going to be interested in the next phase of Marvel. So as you may not know, even though you did watch Avengers Endgame, that phase of Marvel is mostly behind us. Some of the characters are going to be still appearing, but they are shifting towards brand new stories, starting with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is an Asian-led cast about an Asian main character. This is not a character that we have seen before, and Aquafina's in the cast, so this is going to be brand new territory that will tie into the Marvel Universe at some point, but it's not as obvious. It's not a sequel to something else. Then after that, The Eternals comes out in November. I know you mentioned that there's too many people in the cast, and that's confusing to you, but one of those people is Richard Madden. You love Richard Madden. But also, <laughs> Chloe Zhao, who just got won the Oscar for directing Nomadland, is directing this movie, which I think is awesome. This is oh. also the movie that uh, Kumail Nanjiani was getting all beefed up for. <laughs> Gemma Chan is also in this movie, who is awesome and you know was in Crazy Rich Asians and is just generally badass so i am excited for that movie i know scarlett johansson's not your favorite but there is a black widow movie that's coming out that is but that's female led that's a female led superhero movie and you know captain marvel's getting a sequel and then this is not adding to the diversity but spider-man no way home is also coming out in december and it's including Spider-Man diversity, allegedly, because Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield might be in it. Uh, then after that, Black Panther 2 is coming out, which is obviously going to be super heartbreaking because Chadwick Boseman Ugh. is not going to be in it, but yeah. I'm sure that's going to be amazing. And a Thor movie where Natalie Portman's going to get to be Thor. And I don't really know what that means, but we're going to find out. And I think that's going to be cool. So I think now is the time for you to get in get on board, find out who Dr. Witch is just so that it can <laughs> increase your enjoyment I get it. of the rest of these movies. Maybe you start with Ant-Man. It sounded like there was some interest there. You don't have to watch all of them and you don't have to watch them in order. Oh, I don't? That's not a requirement? And will I be confused? I mean, a requirement of what? No, you won't be confused. I mean, it sounds like you're conf- you're confused anyway of like, <laughs> you know, where did Chris Pratt come from? What movie is he in? What am I looking at right now? Um, you'll miss some things, but not everything. I mean, I miss – there are things you miss anyway. Like, who can remember what happens in all of these movies? But I think now that movie theaters are opening up again, yeah, I just think this gives you something to look forward to. They are loud, though. I, I guess I can bring you earplugs. Okay, well, that is a wealth of information that I did not know. But to me, I didn't realize that I didn't have to watch any of, of them in order because that was always like a confusing thing to me because I thought it was like the Star Wars movies, which maybe it's not. I don't know anything about Star Wars either. I don't watch franchises. Um, I mean, you'll get more out of it if you do, but it's not a requirement. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I will. I have to say my favorite um, – this is a little bit – oh, it's on topic. But my favorite, um, point, my favorite memory about Avengers is you watching Avengers Endgame – going to a screening and then coming back into the office and me just making you tell me everyone that died. 
<laughs> well, that, t- that ties back to the water cooler conversation, in w- which you said weren't happening around you. Just saying. But that's just between me and you. So I don't know. Maybe if really... you, don't, you don't remember what water cooler conversations are like because it's been too long. No, that's also fair. Um, I do. I guess uh, I am. I'm really looking forward to Black Panther 2, even though it is, you know, to your point, going to be super heartbreaking. Um, but I think it also gives the Marvel Universe a chance to go in a better direction, despite them continuing to make Black Widow movies. Um, but we can't, all can't get it right all the time, so that's fine. I and and I will I will add that I didn't say this, but you are all those points are 100 percent true and valid. Thank you. That there the the movies have been pretty sexist. I mean, now they're you know really touting the fact that and Eternals might have their first official gay character. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't bra- don't draw attention to that. Don't no. brag about that. Yeah. Don't don't bring attention to the fact that it's the first time after you've made nine thousand movies with the people. Um. But I am, I am excited. I'm excited to see Kumail Nanyani getting, you know, taking his shirt off in this movie that he <laughs> got really ripped for. And also, I think hiring they're hiring actors that seem a little bit auth- more authentic. So for that, I appreciate Kumail having that Instagram post that he posted, you know, a year ago or whatever, talking about, yes, I got into this shape, but that's because I had Marvel money. Marvel hired trainers and fed me every single day, and here's how I acquired this body, which I love Chris Evans and I love the rest of them, but they don't really go into, you know— Chris Hemsworth, I don't think, was born with that body, um, I would imagine. Well, no. I mean, he was born a baby, so I'm going <laughs> to so, say no, he wasn't. But it's nice to have, I think, when you hire a group of actors or start including more diversity, you get different actors in these movies that, on the outside, connect with audiences in a completely different way. Well, all right. Let's go to a break. And when we come back, we will get your final verdict and wrap up with some final thoughts. Okay, Zareen, did I successfully convince you to get into Marvel? Okay, yes and no. You've convinced me to get into the future of Marvel because okay. of, you know, a, a lot of information that I did not have um, about where the universe is going. I think the only thing that I'll dive back into uh, would be, like, Ant-Man, and that's it. I won't watch anything else. Um but I appreciate that Marvel is changing going forward. So I'm opening my mind to the future of Marvel, but the door will remain closed where Marvel has been. <laughs> but what if what if you really like Ant-Man and then you want to see the other movies Ant-Man has appeared in, such as Captain America, Civil War, or Ant-Man and the Wasp? No. It's too, that's too many things in Ant-Man. I'm just okay with one Ant-Man. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, well, I'm just saying, maybe you open your mind to you're giving Aunt Man a chance. This is as open as my mind. Don't, is how do get. you know it's only going to be one date? You might want the second date. I'm no, sure. I don't. I rarely ever want a second date. Well, that's the wrong attitude. <laughs> well, I feel like I won this debate, but let's leave it to wow. our audience, to our listeners. So please leave us a comment on our show page or email us at notoveritpopsugar.com and let us know who you think won this debate. Where do you side? on the great Marvel debate of 2021. Well, we'll decide who wins on the next episode. That's not up to you, so you don't get to make that call. Um, and you know what? Next time it's going to be my turn to convince you to watch or listen to something. I'm oh going to think on I, it. I hope it's not that Hulu documentary you were describing <laughs> it earlier. It could be. <laughs> don't put it out in the universe. I'll make it come true. Okay, Zareen. Are you ready for your burning question? 
I'm very ready. This one might be kind of hard. I can't wait. Oh, no. Based on what you think you know about the characters in the Marvel Universe. God. Which one, if you had to date, would you choose and why? You're dating the character, not the actor. Okay. Or actress. I... Maybe Letitia Wright. Okay, no, you're dating the character, not the actor. I don't know what the character. I don't know her well, character's then name. Then you can't choose that. Then what? This is so unfair. Why can't I date her okay. name? Her name is no. I'm not. She's guessing. also. She's not. Um, it has to be a super. What? A soup. But she. Her brain is her superpower. She's a genius. She's like created all those things that turn into other things. I don't, I don't remember, okay, but I know. You're, you're go, okay, so you're going with Shuri from yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. This corset is really uncomfortable. So could we all just wrap it up and go home? Can I get a second one? Fine. One you who who you can actually name by the character's name. Oh, the fal the the Falcon. That he's the Falcon. No, he's the Winter Soldier. Is he the Winter Soldier? Is he the Falcon? I don't know what's happening. He's the Falcon. He's the Falcon. Is that well, right? Well, how could you decide if you don't know which one's which? I don't know because he seems. You're defeating. My whole point of this question was that you're supposed to be picking them based on their, their, their powers. Well, I the only character I know is Peter Parker, and I don't want to date a 15 year old. So, I the options are limited for me. I'm picking Thor for you. What? Also, the answer was Anthony Mackie as the Falcon. Oh, okay. Well, I was Sebastian close. Sebastian Stan is the Winter Soldier. Whatever. I actually think, you know what? I think a relationship between you and the Winter Soldier would actually work out pretty well because he's hot and he doesn't talk much and he definitely doesn't talk back and he's generally pretty quiet. And he also <laughs> All the, the things I need. <laughs> he also has the ability to murder you if necessary. Oh, good. That's wonderful. Sorry, me. sorry. I meant murder for you. Oh. Not yeah. murder. And murder you, but he he would kill for you. I could use that, actually. Now that the world is open again. I'm just kidding. That's dark. DJ, play all the stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Not Over It is hosted and produced by Becky Kirsch and Zareen Siddiqui. Our producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is John Ross. Our executive producers are Allison Noel and Lisa Sugar. Have something to share? Tell us the moments you're not over by emailing us at notoverit at popsugar.com. Thanks for listening.